Chaos Rain presents Sweet Lies with special guest El Guapo broadcast September the 19th, 2021. Enjoy.
the views expressed on Talk Real Solutions hosted by Tyrone Thompson at TalkRealSolutions.com are the views of Tyrone Thompson and do not reflect the views of TalkRealSolutions.com, YouTube, or etc. The content here belongs to Talk Real Solutions and its many contributors. Views and opinions expressed by all contributors belong to them and not TalkRealSolutions.com or Tyrone Thompson, the host, or etc. All data and information provided on the site is for informational purposes only. Talk Real Solutions makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, correctness, suitability, or validity of any information on this site and will not be liable for any errors, omissions, or delays in this information or any losses, injuries, or damages arising from its display or use. All information is provided on an as-is basis. In a world where there's crime, corruption, violence, murder, rape, theft, and all forms of atrocities that plague the world in which we live today, what you would see, we are living in a state of chaos, and it'll take a more greater or extremer chaos to restore the order in which the world we live in today. Good evening, black people, and people in general. I am Chaos Rain here, and today's stream... As you know, the title at hand is going to speak for itself and maybe a little bit more. But before I give you the, the title of today's stream slash podcast, I would like you all to go to TalkRealSolutions.com. There you'll see the three-point plan for black empowerment, black achievement. And under the three-point plan, you'll see a list of black established banks located near your district or your town or your city near you. I'm not sure if there is still a lot or a heavy amount of black banks in all around 50 states across America. Most of them, out of 50, I would say 15 to 20 of them, where mostly black people are residing, they might be a black bank that's still near you, that's running control either by an ADOS or a non-ADOS black person. So if you're a person that already has an account on a regular established bank, it wouldn't hurt to throw your money into another establishment um, and, you know, keep your, you know, money spread out a little bit, if I do say so myself. So you'll find that on the website on Talk Real Solutions, including other articles like latest news articles that's on the website as well. And if you like the website and like what you see on the website, you could Donate little as $5 or less, and that the information is on the website as well. So you can find all that on TalkRealSolutions.com. Also, you can find Talk Real Solutions on Facebook, the like page especially. As you know, I'm on the private chat room on TRS, and we share for a bunch of information, mostly current events, our views and opinions. And it gets very, mm, I would say, political in a way. Some people have their views of what's going on on today's politics and what's going on that's affecting everybody here in the West. And there's a dialogue in the um, back channel or the chat room, the private chat room on Talk Real Solutions on Facebook. So if you 
subscribe to the like page, you may get an invitation to the private chat room and dialogue with the conversation at hand onto the um you know private chat on Facebook. So find Talk Resolution on Facebook and join the private chat today. Also, Talk Resolutions is streaming on YouTube as well. The same name, Talk Resolutions. Um, if I could take a look now, what is the strength of the um, YouTube channel? Let me look now. Let me see if I can find it. I always got to take a look. Uh, hmm. Let's look. Let's take a look. I'm probably going to turn the volume down a little bit. I always got to take a look. Okay, it looks like right now it's growing a bit. So if you want, you can subscribe to TRS on YouTube as well to catch this stream and many other streams that's going on, including streams from, I guess, ABC and who else that airs on TRS. So if you want that, um, you could also subscribe to the channel. And like always, subscribe to Chaos Rain channel on YouTube as well. As you know, I am Chaos Rain, the one and only. You'll see the C with the piercing sign crossing. Um, and to let people know, I am now visible on YouTube now. So if you type me up the exact words Chaos Rain, you will see me pop up as the top list. So it's not hard to subscribe to Kelsey right now at this point. It was an issue for the last year and a half, but now because I've put out enough content, I'm more visible now on YouTube. So now you should be able to find me easy now. Just type in the word Chaos Rain. And make sure you put the S at the end of Chaos and Rain, and I should pop up. And you'll see I have like roughly maybe almost three to 400 maybe videos on there. That's my check. Some uploads, majority of them streams, but I'm there on YouTube now. So if you're not subscribed to the Chaos Rain channel, wait, wait for hit that red button and hit that top bell. Um, trust me, you won't regret. So, and other social media outlets, you know, I'll leave that and give you all that as I conclude this night tonight stream. But tonight's stream is the topic for discussion. So let's look at the title, shall we? Let me find it. All right, hold on, guys. Sorry. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm going to have to refresh this. <laughs> okay, tonight's stream is titled, and it's really titled. Chaos Rain presents Sweet Lies with my special guest for the very first time. Uh, Press Star 6 1 um, El Guapo. And look. Oh, damn. I lost my. All right. Oh, if you, can, if you can't see it, star six, one. Okay, there you go. So welcome, everybody, for the very first time on Talk Resolutions, the one that owned it, El Guapo. Hello, El Guapo. You there? Can you hear me? I am here. Salute and salutations. How are you guys doing tonight? 
We're doing wonderful. We're doing wonderful, brother. Wonderful, wonderful. Awesome. Welcome. Awesome. Thank you for inviting me on your platform, Chaos Rain, man. How you been? I am doing pretty good, brother. It's been a while. Um, I I took a little short break, but I'm back at it again, you know. Um, Before we begin into dialoguing with this special subject, I'd like to take a moment in time to the past and to walk into the present and look forward or onward to the future. So for the first time on TRS, tell people a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, I am El Wapo. I am the uh, not-so-humble host of a YouTube channel called Beautiful Lies, which is great because your title tonight very much uh, closely mimics the name of my channel. And so what I did is I started that channel out. Um, I have three daughters, and I started that channel out to as kind of like a video diary for my daughters in case anything ever happened to me. You know, I wanted them to not be befuddled by the beautiful lies that are out here. Uh, a lot of, you know, young women, modern women, especially young black women, are greatly deceived. You know what I mean? And so I started with that, and I started putting some stuff out, and it, it caught fire. But I'm an Air Force veteran, former pilot in the Air Force. Um, Excellent. I am – yeah, I have uh, I've done some cool stuff. Had a, a great corporate career, been an entrepreneur, um, you know, both franchising and starting brick and mortar businesses. And uh, I just got back in the corporate world not too long ago, and uh, got a YouTube channel. YouTube channel's taking off, man. I'm right around the corner from having five thousand uh, subs, so things are good. Mm, mm. Yeah, things are rolling very fast for you, El Guapo, very fast. And we got to shout the one on the lead attorney for all the blessings. Shout out to the lead, yeah. Yeah, and the funny thing, El Guapo, um, just for the off topic for a little bit, that I understand what lead attorney wants to get everybody to jump on the YouTube thing. I have no problem with it. Um, I'm no stranger of YouTube. I've been doing this now two years now, brother. And the thing that will frustrate a lot of people if they're going to take on this journey, I tell you many times, this journey is going to be a lonely journey, and it's going to be a frustrated journey at best because now YouTube has made themselves as a position out there because more people are doing content. They now have to diversify this resource we call AdSense to everybody. And every time they change the terms of service, the AdSense, as you could tell, well, mostly don't know because we, we just, well, you just started and I've been on it for a little bit longer, that is you're only going to see the money being squeezed more further. You get me? Depending on your audience. You get me? So, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Yep. So, so, like I said, I tell people, doing this journey now, you're going to, it's an uphill battle. And now, depending how you want your channel to be, I tell people many times, try to keep the sincerity and the mission of why you're really doing this. Um, I'm no stranger why I decided to do this. And it's not because of the potential of maybe what I could possibly make if everything does go well as I see it fit. But it's a continuation of what I've always been doing now for the past five, going on six years. You know? And I'm with you. Yep. I I already had a so-called foundation before doing the the YouTube. So, like I said, for most people, if they're gonna do this, they always gotta know what they get into, why they doing it, 
and this is what they want to do, you're, you go out to know say you might not make much money or make no money out, but if you are determined that you want to leave something behind, then this is the best, best platform to do so visually. You get me? Because people are going to I'm come with across. that. And, and can I say something, Chaos, yeah. if you wouldn't yeah. mind? Yeah, go ahead. You know, it's so I recognize that, man. As somebody that's built a, a traditional business from the ground up, see, here's the thing. Even with, with me now, people will say, and this is no self-aggrandizing, but just want to tell my story a little bit if you'll give me 30 seconds. Is that cool? No, good. We have all the time. Tell, t- talk away. Talk away. Go ahead. Perfect. So I, I put out my first video in April, okay, of this year. Even though I started my channel a year before, I made a video, somebody watched it, one of my buddies tore it apart, and I was like, bump this, I'm not doing it. But I put out my first and published my first video in April. I got monetized at the very end of uh, August. So this is my first month being monetized, right? And the one thing I know, and and this is just a success principle, which is one of the things I talk about a lot uh, on my channel, is uh, discipline and consistency normally wins the day. So you're familiar with the Poor Man's Podcast, right? I heard the brother. I have not watched all his videos, but I did sub to the brother's channel. So I have to go back Right. He actually is literally about to break 100,000 subs. Mm -hmm. He's right on the precipice of doing so in the next day or two. And he talked about his numbers. And he said how – I don't want to get into the numbers too much, but he said how much he made his first month, his first full month being monetized. Today is what, the 18th, 19th? Today's the 19th. I've yep. already made 50% more this month than he made his first month. So the money's out there, but okay. you got to engage in those success principles. You know, you got to put in those reps, man. And, and uh, mm-hmm. if you're willing to do what other people aren't willing to do, and that doesn't mean anything outside of the confines of law or morality, more so doing the work when nobody's looking, that's mm-hmm. how you get ahead. So, yeah, mm-hmm. the money's out there. I think YouTube is a great vehicle. Okay, okay. You know, uh, when I look at it, that is a great vehicle depending on how far the ladder you want to grow. And people ask, like, the, the good TLA, and I remember I was listening to the um, Q&A section on the other channel he had, and women have asked, one woman said, does it make sense I should show my audience sub count or worry about keeping an audience? And like the good um, lawyer said to the lady, said, yes, you want to be visible just the premise of showing your growth. You give me either you're growing, you're stagnant, or you're declining. And I'm the true believer that everything should be visible now in the 21st century, especially if people are creating channels. You get me? I want to see that with growth. You. I want to see the growth, the middle decline, because as a person that's doing content now on here, I view my progress maybe the same or different from somebody else. And it's always a good parameter to see, okay, you're doing some good, so what are you doing? I might take some cues here, or I could sit back and say, maybe I need to step it up a little with the content. It should give people drive, El Guapo. When I don't see your sub count, besides maybe you go live and you might have an audience, it's not telling me nothing. You get me? Because I want to know how far, how long you've been doing this, how strong you've been consistent in what you do. You get me? Now, for other reasons, I heard... I'm with you 110%, man. Yeah. Yeah. I I hear from what people have said when they ask this question, why they they hide their audience, a.k.a. sub-count. It's because some people say it's spitefulness. Some people are watching. They might be either um, hating or some other low-level 
answers people tell me. I'm looking at it saying, listen, if your mission is to make money on here, you do so and you show them your results. What is it? Show your work, like always. You should not be more focused on what they view of you or hating or whatever because no one can put harm or damage to what you created and built as a person. Right. And right. I say if they go as far as and you do things out of character out of this platform that someone could use against you to get you either demonetized or gotten out and lose your channel, my thinking is this. Okay, what parameters you put in place as a person, let's say if you're putting the content you're doing, that there always has to be a plan B and C if something happens. And to me, if I ask, that should be the question a person should be asking any person that's doing content on YouTube, rather than doing it for a year or longer. And if they were asking the right questions, I would tell them personally, this is how you go about it. You need to make yourself visible, not only on one platform, but many platforms. Now, repeat this again. Not on one platform, but many platforms. What I mean? What cares me? I, I can dig you. that. Yes. IG, Facebook, um, podcasting, Anchor, Spotify, Breaker. And these are things I'm just labeling, giving people a little snippet. Now, why I say this? Because I had an issue back in 2019 when I just started this journey, and I'm already six months in because I started in January. And I talked to one dude saying, I'm having my little struggles a little bit because I'm not getting visible. So the man said, why don't you try use putting what you do and put it on the podcast side? I said, what's that? It's free. You could take what you do on YouTube and place it there. So I said, okay, let me try it. Still not a growing audience, but when I put certain content on there, people that's listening for radio are getting the views and listening on that side. Now, and then grow by the audience or listeners that stay on to my platform, but it's already said present that I'm also on there as well. I'm on the audio podcasting side. So what next after I did it? Next, I decide now, say, going on 2020 or around 2020-some, I decided to create a Facebook page that only focuses on my content on YouTube. You get me? And I, maybe you, eventually yeah. I might have to do IG down the line. But the purpose why I'm telling people this I'm giving some game here that will listen to this, that you got to be visible in all forms. Eyeballs and ears are your drive to help grow in what you're trying to do as a content creator. And it don't cost much money to do that. But people don't know this because, let's be honest, if you put out content that is not favorite to YouTube and someone might be hated and might use that answer to demonetize, get rid of the platform, you created an apparatus that way Anytime you're down and you have already built an audience, whether the audience is true or not, they could subscribe to your next endeavors and build you back up. Case in point, you familiar with um, Everybody Hates Angel? I am not. All right. This is a man from New York City, Brooklyn, um, a West Indian slash um, Spanish brother. He created an IG and a Facebook page and some other social media outlet where he had his audience subscribe to these platforms. And when he was not visible on YouTube, he already created another page and everybody was able to subscribe. His sub count went back almost to the same that he lost when he got um, right. suspended on YouTube in less than a few days. But people are saying, and pay attention how that's possible. I'll tell you how that is so 
possible because he created another avenue where people could still reach and see him. Once you only put yourself on one platform, you are putting yourself at risk of you could be gone and you have to start over from scratch. Right. And I watch and right. learn from people and take notes before I start doing this thing. What are other ways I could be visible? And because I know some people, I've taken advantage of using the resource that's available to spread myself out a little bit more better. Now, will it be effective? I cannot say it, but it's important as a person that's going to do content, whether the content is good, bad, ugly, or very controversial, you need to spread yourself out. Now, I'm not like you, Quapo, that got like three to five, potentially getting 5K subs in less than a few months now. That's not my average, but my growth is my growth nonetheless. But I've created a cushion. So let's say something that happens. Let's say if it happens, right? I found a way where if it plays out, I can easily get back that numbers I lost. It might not be the same, but I could start the following much easier. You get me? Can I can I say something, Chaos? Yes, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, say something. I just want to lay that out. So watch this. And and so uh I, I would imagine I'm a bit older than you. I'm forty three years old. Okay. And um one of the things that uh I have done over the past five years is really imbued myself in, in strong mentorship into wealth building. And you actually, people don't realize it. And I, I'm a note taker. I hope people are taking notes. You gave a huge success principle. All right. And listen, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to give a quick shameless plug. Please forgive me. But ahead, I just launched my Patreon two days ago. I launched my Patreon two days ago. And okay, I talk excellent. about the black belt path to success, right? This is stuff I would talk about on my Patreon, but I'm going to give it to you and your audience right now. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, you're talking about diversification and scalability, all right? That's what right. you're talking about, diversifying your income. Let's say, for example, you get good at something. Let's say you, you, you have a restaurant just like back in the fledgling days of McDonald's and you're cranking out hamburgers every 45 seconds, and the world has never seen that before. Well, if you can take that and spread it, once the McDonald's is full to capacity, the best thing you can do is open another one and open another one. And you're taking the same model, just like you talked about. You're taking that same content that you had in one arena and putting it on multiple platforms. That is brilliant. That is how you get wealthy in this country. That is exactly Mm -hmm. how you do it. It's a principle called time compounding. People hear about uh, interest compounding, which Albert Einstein called the eighth wonder of the world. But I'll tell you, you're, you just said it. You just said it. And you're actually speaking to me because, yeah, I have a Patreon now and I have an Instagram with no posts, but I probably need to start a podcast and stuff like that. And not only does that give you a redundancy for safety if one of your, your platforms fails for whatever reason, but it also exponentially, it turns your, your growth uh, financially from, uh, from uh, linear to parabolic. So kudos to you for you understanding that. How old are you, Chaos, if I might ask? Well, I'm in my, right now, late 30s, right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. For, but, um, for you to figure that, man, I just figured this out a couple of years ago, man. So good for you. Bravo for you, bro. As that I figured out is because I... One thing that led me to this is the frustration. So with frustration, like any man, 
you're going to go out and try to figure out or seek answers, or the answer will be presented to you right in front of your eyes. Because I know mm-hmm. certain people throughout YouTube, and maybe we can say outside YouTube, that I have a certain network still building. Somewhere. Right. Some network that is reliable, some not. But I have a network where I communicate with people with the help of social media. And that's another secret that people don't talk about. Your social media should be your network at this point in the 21st century. And I'm going to say it personally for a lot of people that's not hearing this. This should not be a platform or apparatus you use for shits and giggles. You should be using right. this to network, especially what I do. And now because I don't use it much like I use it, but I use it nonetheless, that I go and use this as to reach out to people. Besides looking out for people on outside on YouTube, I first started to meet and gotten guests through social media. That was my first platform I use when I started this podcast journey. But a lot of people don't think and gotcha. do that because people use other platforms, the average person, man or woman, is for entertainment purpose. And I'm telling people it's much more powerful than just entertainment if you think of it that way. It is a space where you got the reach of the world. And what you do with this reach is solely determined by you as the user. Remember, Mark Zuckerberg makes money off y'all every time you type a character on YouTube, on Facebook. So why don't you use it to build certain networks connections to hopefully empower oneself? But we don't think like that because a lot of us, because we're so procrastinating in our ways and some ways, we think we the world, and actually my, my fault, we're all set. There's no need for anything else. But as we know with the situation we find ourselves as people, that the world has turned upside down overnight with a snap of a final snap, like that. So what you as a person going to do now that if you're out of a job, let's say most of you are out of work and going to be out of work more, what really is our really backup plan as a people? We don't know. But I tell you one thing, as long as you got Internet and a phone, the world is still yours. Don't let nobody feel you, fool you on that, people. But because you're not utilizing what you have in front of you, don't blame the system moving forward. I mean, there's some things we could talk about the systems if we want to go there, but we're not. But that's not purpose. But there are many ways to skin a cat, and people are going to have to figure out how to skin this animal thoroughly, so I can make a a penny off it. You know, so that's my thinking. So, to the subject, sweet lies. Now, why I say sweet lies? Because, like anything, men and women lie on a lot of things. And I think when it comes to lies, and you can probably um, correct me, Guapo, from your view, who do you think of the genders lie the most? And possibly why, if you can. Say that. Ask. Ask one more time. I'm sorry. Say that one more okay, time. Okay. I say in regards to the genders, men and women. From your understanding, um, who you think lied the most and why, if possible? Are we dealing with just the black community or just gender? Period. Um, we would do. We do. Well, it's the same period. answer. It's the same answer. It's the same. It's the same answer. It's women. Yeah. Women lie way more. Way more. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. okay. And. Because women lie, and I find it now because women are more receptive to propaganda, a.k.a. social media television, 
If you know certain IG models, if you know one named Miss Rainer, Brittany, she is comfortable. With I did two on. videos on her. Yeah, I know. Her. Yeah, <laughs> she's not. She's now living her. She said her living her truth. So if me and you living your truth, that means you're no longer gonna be lying now. Now that you got everything situated as a woman, you're all set. But back then you were lying, like a nice little fox you were. You tell. Let me tell you something, chaos. Let me tell you something real fast, man. And and I have I I I take specific issue with women that say that I'm living my truth. Okay? Okay, here's why. The most beautiful lie that is told is the one that is told to oneself. Brittany Renner is a, a um, pinnacle case of a woman gaslighting herself. Mm-hmm. And she's doing that because she's turning her necessity into a virtue. She has made this awful reputation for herself. Brittany is a talented woman. I did two videos on her. I've read her book twice and listened to it on audiobook once. I've watched every single video she's put on Instagram one of the things I make sure I do is I do my research. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, I made a video on her about the dark triad of personality traits, narcissism, uh, Machiavellianism, and psychopathy. All right? I made a video on that. And she has had to tell herself these lies so much because she knows she's pretty enough and talented enough and smart enough to be America's sweetheart. And she chose the easy way out, twerking on IG and smutting around with athletes and entertainers. She knows what she's done. So when a woman says my truth, that has nothing to do with the truth. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, that, that whole my truth thing is a, 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 a crimson flag. Forget red flag. That's a crimson flag. That is a woman that has lied to herself so much that she actually believes her own lies. Mm, mm. Yeah, that's deep, man. That's deep. And I know many content creators have done streams about this woman. And normally I would do like a short little upload, and I'll probably be very nasty about her. But I didn't really – I really got the fortitude to really come to grips to do that, which, you know, I can get real nasty at El Guapo if people don't know it. But I, I like to just say to me, I say screw it, you know, let that – chick live no, other I've heard rumors yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah so so that's that's where I'm at with it but before I continue I forgot the call number for tonight's show is 712-770-4160 the access code is 917-324-POUND I repeat 712-770-4160 access code 917-324-POUND tonight's subject Chaos Rain presents Sweet Lies with El Guapo um, and the thing with lying, and I said this on a previous old stream I did months ago, that tell lie, and when I was really blunt and honest that why men will possibly lie is, let's be honest, um, some people, men, especially women, you can't handle the truth of a man was being what we call mode one, straight front and honest. Over straight up, yeah. And I'm not saying this to, for any clickbait, but I'm just being honest, and as a man speaking personally, that why I said tell a lie is not only for the man to, I guess, protect himself, but really truly is really to protect you, the lady, the woman. Because the world 
today, why you consume the way you do is because the world's fed you ladies a lie. And they tell you that you can have it all, but when we look at reality and your outcomes, you cannot really have it all. So what's the best way to get what is out of your purse is to tell you what you need to hear. And men are going to be obliged to keep telling you because you do not demand it. Hell, you don't demand it on yourself. You know, and if, like you said, El Guapo, what, what Brittany has laid out, she knows she's telling a bullshit lie, but it feels good and comfortable because it makes her sleep well and think highly exactly. of herself. And when woman she can live with her, herself. Yeah, she can live with herself. So for other women that sit there rocking and following her, no one said that when, and I'm going to say this personally to other women that don't know this. Any celebrity listen to another woman that is comfortable with herself, with her lies, even going as far as saying stepdaddy sees and all this nonsense, is not only trollish in nature, but in their minds, they feel and know that they could get that and have that because men, depending on the age of men today, they have not come to grips of reality to really say no and enough is enough because they are still giving you ladies validation. Hell, they give women that are big and fat validation when you keep engaging them sexually. So you hype their head up like they are something, or they're competing, or they're like, they're the shit to other groups of women. But obviously, when we talk about long-term effects, it's not. You know? And women in the society, they, they, they love that. And they're comfortable with that. Because as long as they get in two things, and I'm just going to reiterate again, the dick and attention... They can live with that. They don't want nothing sustainable, long-term, or anything like that. And a lot of women will say, they'll push back and say, no, that's not true. Women, no. Because look how the outcomes, look what you're doing. You get me? And much time the man will do something, but men are obvious, ladies. And you said yourself, you could spot a lie from a man. Last time I checked, right, ladies? So why are you entertaining it then? If you have this knowledge. No, because you like it. And know you like it, it's not a form of control, especially of a man that is not about something. It's easy for you to control him since he has nothing to lose. You get me? And I'm telling you right now, that might be good for younger men and men that don't really have nothing or don't have any real knowledge or doesn't have high esteem of self. That will go a long way, but in the long term, no, it will not. That's why, if you think about Sweet Lies, when I'm starting to notice now that a lot of older women that, and we're going to deal with celebrities for a second because it's where people are more acceptable, they're dating younger men and now getting or getting rings from younger men and that they accomplish that, that they can get this marriage now in their older age. <laughs> but it's not with a man exactly. middle or older. These are celebrities now, if you pay attention, people, younger men that could be your age of your son, possibly, Guapo, or my age. Or not my age, but like, you know, someone that's just turning 30. You get me? And I'm thinking, well, well, damn. It seems to me you, you don't want to compete for no man of any means that you complain about, but you sure will take a man that you, you, you whine and complain about of, so-called struggle, struggle, love, all this nonsense. So I'm looking back and examining saying they're lying. If you're a person that's doing well financially as a woman and you're older, 
Why are you taking on a man that you know you're not going to respect? That's younger. That could be your son. That I question. And I had this conversation with one particular woman on Clubhouse. And she told me, because she's in her mid-30s now, that she's, tired, she's done with older men, tired of older men, because men are not controllable in her eyes. That you can't tell them nothing. And also, but I said, wait, hold on. Why are you as a woman trying to tell a man something? If the man's older, he should be more the part trying to instruct you, mostly. It's kind of backwards in her thinking, but I was listening to her, and she said she's now dealing with men that's under 30 years old. And her rhetoric, El Papa, from her logic, that the younger dudes are more inspired and they're willing to listen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what it is? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm done. Go ahead. Yeah. So you know what it is? You, You brought up a very good point. You know, these women are messing with guys that have nothing to to lose at their age, which is fine, because it takes a man to kind of, a, a bit of time to figure out what he needs, you know, mm-hmm. what he has to do. But at the same time, when you're dealing with a man that has nothing to lose, more often than not, ladies, you have nothing to gain. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, so it's real easy to when you're so far above a man, especially financially, because it's a man's job to kind of give that provision. You know, when you're doing that, of course you're going to be able to have a man that's kept, you know, and he might be ripped with an eight-pack, you know, stomach and stuff like that. But what do you really have to gain from him? You know what I'm saying? You know, it takes men a, a, a while to get this thing up to speed and figure it out. But, it's, hey, Women, especially women of our, our color, tend to uh, talk about settling, and that's self-imposed settling when you do that. It really is. Because a guy that is about his stuff and is, you know, in the top 10, 5% of incomes in the United States, he's just not going to deal with your crap, period. You're either going to keep up with his program or you're going to get dragged. That's it. And another thing I want to add on so a lot of people don't understand. When women complain about the men overall, mostly black men, is the men that, in their mind, that they wouldn't mind babying and controlling. If you look at most mothers that raise their sons, to be fair and honest, they raise them to be another um, woman's um, mommy overall in the society. Because let's be honest. And I I did read a post on Facebook about this one woman that was concerned about her own son. She said best that why I want to raise my son to be the best he can be so that way he can go out and date out and marry someone that's not like me. And she was laughing out loud. But I'm thinking deeply, say, but hold on. You just told yourself. So you don't want your son to be the best he can be and raise him that you need him to be because you hope and you're fearing that he's going to now have standards. Hmm. So it seems to me in this society, when we talk about standards, we got to be honest. Men, overall, I'm telling you this personally, man. Women, when they see you and expect from you, they're hoping that you lower your standards while they have their standards high, whether it's realistic or unrealistic. That is the real lie, not the sweet lie. That's the actual truth. So when you hear 
talking about standards. The lie is that you as men, you should not have no standards. Your standards should be low, even as low as to their expectations. So when you hear a man telling women, like, you know, the other consecrate, which I'm not named because it gets women in their feelings, that say you must lower your standards after coming in a table, the baggage you come with mental baggage, maybe student loan debt, and possibly children, that you can ask for the same high bargaining price to men that got his ish together. Matter of fact, that is the greatest fear a lot of women fear in this country. This so-called black man get his ish together and mass. Yeah, man. Yo, you're preaching chaos going. In mass. Because now, what you going to do with this man? And like old man said, what you going to do with this man if he got his stuff here? Then what, ladies? You have nothing that really offer or given. And if you hear a lot of women when they ask, saying, what value you bring to a man? Or what they consider what you bring to the table, this stuff, right? Well, I'm going to give you that answer. Someone said, you know, I go to this school. And most of the school they go is not really top ten. Unfortunately, but it's still a degree nonetheless. I say that's nice. What you degree in? It's not something that you could take to the bank overall. You know what I'm saying? Because most degrees people take on are very low level degrees. It's not something that it's a career where you know it's going to be always there eventually, unless automation takes its course heavily and we have, we're, we're having cyborgs and you know machines do all our work. You get me? Which is not really possible yet. But down the line, it will. But for the time being, people are still necessity to keep systems and economies going. You get me? That, you know, you don't really offer much besides if you might give a man some pussy here and there that's okay. But after that, then what? You get me? Women don't know, and they can't really give a firm answer because they never thought of this. And the reason why they never thought about El Guapo, because they think in their mind it's not necessity because, let's be honest, the truth, what I'm telling you, is that men are free to the average modern woman today in the 21st century. That's why if you think about men, why they will sit there after they get bored with you if you marry them. They can easily walk out and sign for divorce from reconciled differences. And really true is that they're tired and bored. I know one woman from the same channel, the lead attorney, and you might not know about this guapo. I'm going to give you a run back to memory lane. Give it was to a, this was a sister that was married to her husband for over 20-some years. She divorced him because, in her mind, she feels she could do better because she's in her career. She's coming up, growing up in status, while her man is not going in status as well. He's probably stagnant or he's complacent and as comfortable as. But the problem is the man treats you right and treats you what you need to be as a woman. But to your mind, you feel that's not good enough. So as you got and stayed in for over a generation, 20 years at best, you in your 50s, you decided said, let me just cut ties and move on. And what she has discovered, brother, she put herself back in the state market at, in her late 50s, bro, and hoping that she's going to get something better. Yeah, and, good luck with that. And the reality is she tells a lot of men in that same panel that it's a struggle. You get me? And it was such a struggle that I'm looking, and it sent me well in my thinking that saying, what you expecting out here of a woman that's beyond wall stage and back in the date market? 
The man that you're going to possibly qualify as a man that's either 10 years older than you, at best, or a man that's going to be possibly going to be kicking in the grave at 7 years old. But no man that's your age or maybe 10 years older to what you bring, possibly, is interested in that. So if they come across you in a dating form, and I'm going to say this personally, bro, I think she's messing around with younger men, to be fair and honest. Because at 50-something years old, I'm going to she look. You're not going to get much anything better. Either of you are in a certain career, and you make a certain money that you're going to get something much better than what you already had. And you were in the marriage for that long, and that tells you the man did what he's supposed to do as a man. You get me? So why walk out of it? Because in your mind, men are free. Can we agree, disagree, Guapo? I agree with you. And you know what, man? And, and what you say about um, the, the woman, you know, dating younger men, just like, hey, we, that whole pay-for-play debate blew up. That's what got the fresh and fit boys in a bunch of trouble. But when you're an older lady, you want a, a younger man, you're going to have to trick off some dough, period, point blank. There's no way around it. So you're giving something up. You're definitely giving something up because he doesn't want to be with you, for real. He just doesn't. And, and I know this is harsh, and, and the women may not like to hear this, but it's the truth. I'm going to tell you, I've got a Colombian fiancé that waits on me hand and foot, that treats me well. And she's, she's, she's fantastic. She's fit. She's feminine. She's friendly, friendly. She's younger than me. But honestly, the chick I dated before her was 23. I'm 43. So men that once they get their stuff together, a 23-year-old Brazilian, by the way, you know, men that get their stuff together have a ton of options once they hit 40. You know what I'm saying? So, but women, once they hit 40, don't have those same options. They really, really don't. So, yeah, I'm with you, bro. Okay, okay. I have a caller, but before I open the lines, I'm looking at the chat room. Some guys said that they cannot hear us. I'm not sure if that's true. I got to double check. But let me open this line. So, as you speak, I'm going to test the, if the audio is working. So, the first caller. All right, first caller. Open your line. Who's this? What's good? What's good, man? What's good? Who's this? Hello? You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Go ahead. Yeah, I said, I was just calling to you that the sound wasn't on on YouTube. Hmm, interesting. There's no sound at all? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, let me check. No... Let me check. Let me check. I'm checking now. I'm going to mute myself. Talk. I'm going to mute myself. Talk. Hello? 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 All right. Um, I'm looking on YouTube right now. I'm not sure why this says no sound. That's where um, – let me let me contact um, the owner. So you can ask your question as I figure this out. Oh, no, I ain't had no question. I just I just tuned in. I ain't been on with a couple minutes. I'll check you out a lot. Well, appreciate you yeah. stopping by. What's your name, man? Chopper. Chopper, where are you from, bro? South Carolina. South Carolina, all right. Home of the best barbecue in the world, Scott's Barbecue, right? Yeah, all right. I'm from Baltimore, man. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I know crabs and seafood, man. Well, cool, cool. What do you think about what we've been talking about so far? You haven't been able to hear it. 
No, I ain't heard too much of sound. Um, I heard you talking about your wife and women listening and, and her, um, chaos, uh, reference a little bit, um, old boy. He, he want to say his name, so I ain't gonna say his name either. But yeah, gotcha. Well, chaos asked the question. Let me ask you, Chopper. Can I ask you this? Yeah, go ahead. Who do you think lies more, men or women? She women. <laughs> oh, there you go. Why do you, Why do you think that? I mean, well, why do I take that back? I say men lie more, but it's women lies more. Than- this service impact. is provided in high definition by free conference call hd.com. There are five participants in the conference. Q&A session has started. The recording has started. Hang on a second. You think, man, I think you had it right at first, bro. Chop, I think you had it right at first. I think women lie more. Huh? I said, I think you had it right at first when you said women. You know, women, their reputation means more than a man's, a man's reputation. I think women lie more to protect their reputation, man. Yeah, well, I'll say, well, I see women, men lie more, but it's like little small dumb shit. Okay, I feel that. Uh, women tell those big whoppers, some big lies. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, cool, brother. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. No problem, man. I Probably hang out on the line. I ain't, I'm going mute. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Chaos, you good? Why do they continue to... Okay. Chaos ain't came back yet? I'm not sure. Chaos, are you there? Yeah, give me one second. I'm talking to somebody. Give me one second. Give me two minutes. Okay, you're good, bro. You're good. We'll carry the show, man. No worries. No worries. So, hey, Chopper, are you married? Are you uh, are yeah. you single? What's up? No, I'm married. How long have you been married, bro? Almost about four, five, going on five years now. Five years. Five years. Good deal. May I ask, are you married to a black woman? You don't have to answer that. I'm just curious. Okay. Okay. Hey, man, I, I've had two black wives. I've had two black wives, and, and, and I don't have anything negative that I'm willing to say in public about them. But I will tell you this. The woman that's treated me the best in, in my life is, is not a black woman, and I'm engaged to her now. She's a Colombian woman. You know what I'm saying? So, But I will tell you, bro, I love them Southern Bells. Boy. My, my, my second wife was a Georgia peach from down there in uh, – in Georgia, man, and yeah, boy, I like that southern draw. So I'm praying for you, brother. You know what I'm saying? I hope it continues to work out. Y'all got kids together? Yeah, I got my five kids, man. You got five? What? Okay. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, definitely cheaper to keep her. Definitely cheaper to keep her. You got five kids. No, is she from game. South Carolina as well? Oh, yeah. Okay. So let me ask you, what's the dynamic in your household? Do, do, and I'm, I'm sure you work. Does she work as well, or do, is she a stay-at-home? Yeah, we both, we both work. Okay. And she's cool with that, right? Yeah, 
time, time. <laughs> but you guys do what you got to do to make it work for the family, which is important, yeah. man. And, you know, you hear a lot of these other content creators talking to these ladies. And what they do is these ladies think that once they have a child that they don't have to do anything else anymore. You know what I'm saying? But the reality is most women, you know, if you want to be in this in this man-woman thing, in this marriage thing, and you want to have a, a plethora or a cornucopia of children, you got to put in some work. you got to do some work as well. So that's good for you. Good for you, bro. Yeah, that your ladies want to work with you and stuff like that. And here's what happens. Over the years, your money is going to keep coming up. You'll have retired her before you retire you, right? Mm. Yep. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. So, okay, I'm back. Well, I'm outstanding. Back. outstanding. Good to have you back, man. Everything good? Yeah, it looks like everything's good. Everybody can hear us from the other end of the um, YouTube thing, from what I'm hearing right now. I'm, okay. I'm assessing some, but I think we're good. We're good, we're good. Okay, perfect. Chopper and I were trying to hold it down, man. I don't know how good of an interviewer I am. Oh, no, you're good, man. You're good, you're good. Thanks, Chopper. If you if you have any further questions or anything, you know, just you can raise your hand up again. Thanks, uh, Chopper. No problem. Yeah, respect, respect, respect. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, that was good. That was good. You did good, um, Guapa, you know. Um, I don't know much about um, Chopper, but, you know, you kind of um, laid it out and, you know, did a good job. I mean, I think if you do touch the interview side of things, you do well. Um, my thing is when you when you have on guests, like always, it should be something that you you plan in advance if possible. And, you know, we have something just to talk about, you know. Um, if usually a good subject would help, you know, to engage in conversation. Um, you know me, when I do these things, it's always on the fly, on the average, you know. And I don't mind it because it gives it more freer to be to wander my thoughts and just lay out there, you know, to engage in conversation. Copy that, yeah. I get that. Yeah, I think it's more transparent. It's more natural, this route I, I take, you know. Yeah, so. Um, and for anybody else that want to call in, the number is 712-770-4160. The access code 917-324-POUND. Tonight's subject, Chaos Rain presents Sweet Lies with El Guapo. Um, one thing is evident, um, because you have travel, right, outside the United States, I take it, right, El Guapo? I've traveled pretty extensively, yes, yep. I've been, I've been around, yep. Any, um, countries or cities you have seen so far since you not only serve in the, um, what do you call it, the Air Force, but, like, just in general? that you could name off the head? Yeah, so Rio de Janeiro, Brazil is my second home. I've been okay. going there for about 15 years. I've been doing business down there for about 10 years. I share a place down there with my business partner. So I have, I have a spot in Brazil. Um, I've been to China, Thailand, Japan. Um, let's see, of course, Colombia, uh, Dominican. Dominican Republic, all over the Caribbean. I've been to Africa. I've been to, um, let's see, the Middle East in the military. I've been to Italy, Spain, um, Iceland, a bunch of places, man. So, yeah, I've done a lot of travel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in regards to the women um, that you have seen throughout your travels, Mm-hmm. What dynamic you experience in regards, let's say for the conversation, 
how the women operate in regards are they ones that operate similar here in America or different in regards with the opposite sex, the man? Do they tell lies? Oh man, I'm glad you're asking this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. So here here's your answer. Real real easy. Mm-hmm. Women value men much higher outside of the United States. Period. That's across all races. One of the things that you'll find when you travel with an American black man is that you are the number one most desired man on the face of the planet sexually and the number two most desired for marriage. Because it is known your tolerance for women. Go to the Middle East. Go to Saudi Arabia and see how much tolerance their men have for their women. Go to Japan. All right. Also, we tend to be this is not, I don't, I don't want to be incendiary, but this is just mm-hmm. truth. Height, intelligence, and wealth, we tend to be superior in a lot of these categories. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then the myth of the, or not necessarily the myth, but the uh, common theme of the BBC. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Women worldwide want an American black man, specifically American. And no diss to my African brothers and my Caribbean brothers, but we are privy to a lot more education and stuff like that here in the U.S. that these other black men are not privy to. So I'm telling you, the American black, I'm a six foot two dude, you know, anywhere I go, I get a ton of, a ton of attention, a ton. So, um, and, and I'm going to tell you something that my brilliant black mother taught me growing up is don't just go where you're tolerated. You need to go where you're appreciated and even better celebrated. Mm-hmm. And that tends to happen way more outside of the U S. So, um, although I've had two black wives, my Colombian fiance and her entire family adore me. They really do. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've dated Brazilians. I've dated Swedish women. I've dated, uh, Eritrean women you know, from um, East Africa and stuff like that. Yeah, everywhere that I go, yeah, it, they, 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 they tend to love us. So black man, I'm not, it, it's not a passport and divest thing because I'm going to give an American black woman my first right of refusal, but mm-hmm. they better send their best re- representative up front because if they don't, I, I'm going where I'm celebrating, and I'm celebrating mm-hmm. so much outside of the U.S., Mhm. <laughs> and you know it's funny because I know a lot of the passport bros, they kind of push it in a way because mm-hmm. it's good to have some amount more men on their side, which that's fine. My thing is that not everybody you want passport broing because what I've heard was some of the dudes that represent the Ados, the American black man, you know they'll bring their mess and dust. If not careful, if you're associated, you know, if you try and take them to certain parts, you get me? Because they have a certain... Yeah, I don't travel with everybody, bro. I'm very particular about who I travel with. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah. Yeah, because, let's be honest, women outside America have a view about us men in America, and they know the potential, you get me? And regardless of what the black woman wants to say or put out, rather propaganda or not towards the black man is, let's be fair honest, their complaints are the men that they want to, they want, once they feel that they, they can't attain and get 
multiple men. And I'm not joking or shitting, but a woman really shows her true sense and what she really wants and will, what we want to call settle once the options are closed. And everybody exactly. should ask, what, what yeah. age should options close? In their 30s. And we could say even now their 40s because we see some women now, the celebrity ones, that's in their 40s. Look who they're picking. Men that are younger than them or men that don't got no game or compromise. It's one or the other. You know? Right. And my thing with interracialism, because I know some women pushed it now so that if they can't get the Batman, they can date out. And that's cool. You try that, but, you know, explore it, see, see what happens. But here's the problem. You're not getting no greater result. Because men, right. overall, want something like this. And if they entertain you, you better be exceptional. And they already have a track record of not being exceptional to the men in their group. Overall, you get me? They think they're entitled for everything. Yeah, they think they're owed it. And and the truth is that you, see, you guys don't that they just don't understand, man. And and I made a video about this too. You know that uh and and I don't want to seem like I'm beating up on black women, but I got to tell the truth because I think that intentionally black women are the most deceived. Like there's a movement to deceive black women in this country, right? So Here's, here's what I see. While all these other women are training their whole lives to be wives, you're sitting there arguing the rules. Like, men shouldn't like this. It's, you don't get to say that. You, you don't get to say that. While these women are out here taking the best of your men, you're sitting there arguing whether or not these men should even entertain these other women. And yeah. what ends up happening is Darwinism happens. Survival of the fittest. You want to argue the rules and do all that stuff in a generation and a half, people that think like you are going to be extinct on this planet. They're going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? While you were arguing the rules, here's what you didn't do. You didn't partner up, and you didn't start a family. Mm-hmm. And the women that partner up and start the family are the ones that are going to cu- cultivate the legacy in the future and have that live on. And you're going to be gone. And that's it. So I talk about being mission-focused and results-driven. If you want to have a husband as a black woman, you better be driven by the results. And you don't have to like the rules to the, the I hate to call it a game because that gets misconstrued, but you don't have to like the rules to the competition, but be ever aware that it is a competition. And if you don't keep up, what I say before, you get dragged, and that's what happens. Black women are getting dragged right now. They really are. I hate to say it. I love them. You know, I got black daughters, black mother, black sisters. But if you guys don't want to get on board, you're going to be gone. Your your thought process is going to be gone. So you can sit there and fight and argue all you want to, but what are your results? And not only results, but let's be fair and honest. Um, your options are going to get limited as time progresses, especially in society. You get me? And we all know most black people want to still couple, procreate with black people. I want to still see it. But because we live in different times now, and because of how this environment is still shaping and how it's not really favored to men in the long term, a lot of men are going to find alternate ways to really do what they have to do and still get what it, they need. You get me? Um, 
People forgot said marriage is a beautiful thing and it's a legacy building if you done correctly. But to partner up with a partner or a super mate is very much challenging. It is so challenging that most dudes nowadays don't want even want to attempt the challenge because let's be honest, a lot of men that's doing good or doing subpar, they do have something to lose at the end of the day. You get me? And I know I hear too many stories from a lot of dudes that were married in the system to a woman. Could be black or whatever. And they get ringer once the woman decides she get tired and bored and want the divorce. Now I hear yeah. stories that what most women say, Well, what happens the woman is not happy or even go as far as there could be some form of domestic abuse. My answer, like always, is did this person show signs of abuse when you're around him? You know, because you're not married yet, but things are revealed when you're in a relationship. If that's not the case, then why would you take a person's ring, marriage? It's decisions at the end of the day. Same thing if you're not happy. You should always know that you as a woman, you're not designed to be fucking happy. I'm tired of hearing, even one dude said best, well, you know, some women can't be satisfied. And I'll say, okay, so if they know that, why are they... Keep talking this nonsense about happiness. You want some stability, if possible, and you should play a role as a woman. Happiness is a fairy tale. It's a pipe dream. Because not everything you're, you're preaching, bro. Your, you're preaching. Go yeah. meet your meats. You know what I'm saying? Shit, my goddamn mother is still married to my goddamn father, right? And regardless right. if she's happy or not, she knows at the end of it is better to be suitable and get the necessary needs net than everything else. Screw everything else. This modern woman today in the 20th, 20th century going on the 21st century is totally different. They think happiness is much more important than everything else. That means they got to be constantly happy on little things. Whether you're blowing their back out, right. where they're buying some new things, little or bigger things, they're always in a mission that they're never satisfied. So if you know as a species you're never satisfied, why you keep pushing about happiness? Like a man's job has to constantly keep make you completely, completely happy. And don't get me wrong, some men have fulfilled that and have done that. But there's still things that he is subpar that will guarantee that you're going to stay around. So because right. the society built the infrastructure, which is built by men, and create the laws for you so that way they can make it easier on you so you can bounce around, is for the dominant society, the people that run societies and are in head of charge, are able to keep feeding off the people, rather middle or lower class. And we could say the upper class, but mostly it's really middle and lower. Because they notice at the end of the day, it makes more sense to keep you as a woman that's never happy a perpetual fucking consumer. You can't do that if you have st- if you're in a relationship and you're in a marriage with a man with kids. You gonna have to draw back and think back closely at what you're doing, your consumption. I think most women don't want that, bro. I can't. Bro, say you're so right, and, and can I, man, you're killing it right now. Yeah. And I don't know even know if you realize this, but let me let me let me just come from from the 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 uh, wisdom perspective. So I don't expect everybody out here to be a Christian. I'm a Christian, right? Okay. But let's just say, hey, the Bible is best-selling book ever ever written, right? And there's probably some truth in there. 
You know how many times the Bible mentions happiness? Zero. I, I don't remember. It doesn't exist, bro. Even in the good book. It doesn't even read the book. It says either joy, Quran, but never Quran, happiness. Yeah. Quran, the Bible, it never states about what we call happiness. Continue. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's huge, number one. And number two is uh, you were uh, – oh, what did you say? I'm sorry. I, I, I just had it, and I lost it. But but getting back to the happiness thing, yeah, this is the problem. Never with, satisfied. And, and, never satisfied. They cannot be satisfied. Never satisfied. That's the other and thing. Let me say this. consumers, if not careful. Yeah, perpetual consumers. So the never satisfied thing, and this is one of the coldest things I've ever seen in the manosphere, ever seen. Coach Greg Adams did a, a video asking, what do women want? And he went through his whole soliloquy, his, I don't know, 15-minute video. And at the end, he said, so what is it that women truly want? He said, it's more. When you're in a position that no matter how much you get, you're always going to want more, you're going to lose. You're going to lose because at a, at a certain point, the resources are just going to run out. And people are going to get fed up with your entitled tale, and that's going to be it. And this isn't just black women. This is modern women. Modern women always want more. They always want more. And when you can never be satisfied, you're insatiable. That's literally the um, definition of addiction. Addiction to your own happiness, which shouldn't matter anyway. You see what I'm saying? So chaos, you're, bro, you're preaching. I don't know if you hear it. I hear it, though, for real. I mean, you know, it's 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 all life in general, and I know people have saying similar to what I've said. I'm just giving more a deep my perspective and a deeper perspective that when we really analyze the talking points, when you hear other men saying a woman can never be satisfied, or you hear even songs Thomas say can't satisfy her, you need food for the fire. That is a not a biblical but a legit term. That you're not designed to be satisfied. You're here in regards to duty. K.S. said best that marriage is duty. You're supposed to fulfill your duty, your role. Absolutely, yep. Now, if you're unable to fulfill your duty and roles, now, women will push back and say, well, men are... No. Once you decide, said, for rich and poor, death do us part, that is a duty. You must try and the best possible fulfill People don't, and mind you, it is business, marriage in America, let's be, but outside America, America, when we deal with marriage, that people have a different perspective in life on marriage. And I guarantee they don't have these hiccups like we have. Now, some people say that, that the men that's patriarchal and outside America run differently. And like you said, when other groups of women see this black men, especially black men in America, they already know that they have it little easier and we can ease in to negotiate with them you know we're able to work with them real actual deep men and other patriarch societies they don't do that either you're going to do this or there's going to possibly be a consequence and let's be honest in the middle east if you notice um guapa assuming do things that's out of order most women don't understand that there is a ditch ready for you where they put you down 
cover your Real talk. Your head, yep. expe- expose your head, and take boulders and stones and fling it and bust the crack of your head. And that is a heavily patriarchal country, some of them. And some of them are Muslim states, and some of them are possibly Christian states. The point is this. Men are not going to be tolerating nonsense if you feel you're inclined, like America. You could do whatever you want in America, and there might be um, protection and repercussions on the man on the side piece in America. But outside America, you don't got that um, luxury. That's why I hear women talking about saying going out, doing out, and going to another nation. I'm looking at it, laugh at them and say, what other nation are you talking about? You mean nations that are controlled by Europeans, particularly in England, Europe, and America, per se, maybe we could say Canada, if we want to include that, that these nations won't, they will protect you to a certain degree, as a certain degree, because they still run patriarchal, but nonetheless that you live in those environments where you could do what the hell you want. You can't do that in a third world country. It's the honest truth. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to let out. I don't want you to get it. So, so here, here's what I'll tell you, man. You know, and you said that black men treat their women, or they'll get a, a women will get a little bit more cooperation. I think, I think you're slow playing it, bro. Let me ask you this. Name yeah, me ahead. a class of men that holds their women to a higher esteem than the American black men. Man worldwide doesn't exist not even close not even close we pedestalize our women way more than any other class of men any other class and other women from other cultures see that mm-hmm. other women from other cultures see that and they're like man i i don't have to worry about getting popped in the mouth and stiff stuff like this and he's going to be bigger and stronger and he's going to be educated He's got, man, I've gotten complimented on the proper use of a knife and fork by women in other cultures. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The littlest thing goes so far with them. So mm-hmm. black women, they're sitting there arguing the rules, and they're not even on the playing field. And it's crazy. They're losing. Mm-hmm. But they're choosing to lose because we've been telling them. You know what I'm saying? We've been telling them. But go ahead with your thought. I'm sorry. Um, one thing that came to my mind is... I also hear how they're saying that in regards to our sisters, because they're trying to set and create a form of propaganda that black women worships the men in their community, especially black men. And I'm thinking, saying, how does that make sense? Do you understand the the term worship means? I mean, yeah, I, I don't cuss much, yo, but that's bullshit. It's yeah, bullshit. That's yeah. bullshit. And yeah. we we speaking at, and you and you're older than me. That no say I'm been on this earth for a good long time, just like you. And I don't remember any woman talking about so they worship a, a man, especially a black man like that in mass. They might say you're a king and all that dumb shit, but there's no. Cause remember, worship is another form of heavily submission. If we want to really think about it, if we want to go there, you get me. And what's the thing that men? In the space, been talking about these women are not feminine and they don't like to submit. Correct? Exactly, man. Exactly. So where is worship come in the equation to the modern woman? It's no way. It does not exist. So my thinking is this: that when they you hear women use these terminology and these words to put out, 
it's not a form of propaganda to let you know saying that you need to do this so you can get this Negro in order. And I'm telling you, ladies, you might be able to get a Gen X or a real old Gen X and maybe possibly a boomer that, but you're not getting to bypass a certain um, generation, especially the Gen Zs. And I've seen it firsthand, and I hear them talk. They have a totally different perspective of life than you meet, Guapo. And they're just in their 20s, bro. And some just turned 20. You get me? It is your world. Yeah, man. You're going to get these young boys in line for your control. Because I think it's all about control. As much as our people don't want to hear this, the conversation we have, especially with men and women, relationships, especially women, when you hear women talk, it's always at the end of the day, it's how much they want to be in control and get everything and don't do nothing. That's where it, it boils down to. I still want to control it's this crazy. Negro. Yeah. And I want to get everything. That means you're, you worship me. And they know you worship me because look how they carry on and present themselves. Hell, that man that's the father of the 13-year-old boy that got killed by his mother, he is so much in worship to you that he will say that it was his fault and that you were a good mother. Now tell me, is that worshiping a woman? I don't know what is. Is that simply? I don't know what that is, bro. Now, mind you, as so, man, tell me, I, I didn't hear about this. What happened now? What, what um, happened? If, if you if you know what's going on, <laughs> and let me put a shameless plug to everybody. Know um, tonight's subject is Casper presents Sweet Lies with El Guapo. Um, there's some circuit out on the net right now of a mother killing her 12 or actually now 13 year old son because of a memory card, a SD card. He shot his son in the head one time to wound him. And then she shoot him again to kill him. So Damn, over an S D card? Yeah, this is in Chicago. This has happened in Chicago. You know how Chicago is. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is this that when we talk about worshiping the opposite sex, it's a it's a delusion. They're in a delusion. It's a pipe dream. You get me? And I'm thinking right. say in this country, you as a modern woman and you're thinking in your logic, you want to be in control of everything, including the situation. You want the man to give you everything, and you do not require nothing in return. You don't, you don't even give nothing in return. Even to the point that you look at a set of group of men, including black men, where you have multiple women now will create OnlyFans and get a subscription of less than $5 a month from various men. And they'll get freely for doing less. And a lot of people said doing that requires work. I said, how is it that you open your iPhone or your camera, open your legs, pull your panties to the side, and playing with toys and shove it up in you consider work or a career? I want somebody to give me that explanation. I know of a porn star that did porn for years, and she put herself back in the workspace. She cannot get no job. Brother. Right. You know why? Because in the profession of society, if you are engaged in whorish behaviors and very loose, no one doesn't want to be associated with you in professions that you have a reputation of fucking and sucking dick on the low, where the whole world can see it. Or playing with yourself, where the whole world can see it. 
No one respects that, and no one doesn't want no one in their vicinity like that. It's a bad look. Yeah. So. Yeah. I got another caller. Let me open this line. Let's do it. All right. All right. All right, caller. Open your line. Who's this? What's going on, Gary? Oh, what's good, Jay? What's good? What's good? What's good? All right, How you doing, um, All right, good show so far. Um, mm-hmm. but I might have to disagree with you on your last comment. Um, as far okay. as women, um, you know, with the type of work that they're doing not being considered work. I mean, anything that you are earning, doing any uh, action, right, for money, um. You know, they will consider that work. Now, physical labor and stuff like that, you can go break down into categories, and that could be, you know, debated on what we consider physical work, right? But that in that industry, right, even prostitution or pornography, is an industry that is generating money, right? And and we men are the ones that fuel that for the for the most part. You know, as far as uh, of the cash flow, right? Um, is why, you know, uh, if you want to say in, in the industry, why women make more money than men in that industry particularly, right? And, and the demand for women is more than a man, uh, you know. So I would say that that is some type of work we might not agree on, you know, or people have opinions on what is uh, a morally, you know, and that's all by opinion, you know, and, and, and how people live and stuff like that. But I would say a woman that's performing sexual acts with whatever on a camera and is getting paid for it, that's a job. Um, you know, they, there's women that go on, you know, and take pictures for, uh, you know, magazines and, and things like that, and they get paid. That's a job. Acting, you know, people are acting. Um, there's, I mean, and if you want to go to the most extreme, which is really it has nothing to do with sex work, is women and men that are on the internet and they're getting paid to just eat in their room. Um, you know, they're 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 just explaining their day, uh, uh, you know, and doing activities in the house, singing in their room, and there's people, you know, putting money in their PayPal and their uh, cash app and things like that. So. I mean, I think it's more of an opinionated thing as far as what a woman, you know, you know, what you consider a job as far as or work for a woman when she's in that type of industry. And I would say to a certain extent, there's a lot of those women in that industry that are respected because you have to be respected to a certain degree to be able to film, you know, to do all the different things, to be safe. Um, you know, the, the cameramen, to a certain extent, have a respect for the woman. They're not jumping on the woman. You know, they're pro- being professional. They're filming. You know, they're, they're doing uh, uh, takes in the, in the movies. If it, you know, it has a theme to it or a script, most, most of these, uh, 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 you know, things that we, you know, people have seen or put out there has some type of scripted situation. So I'm just saying that at the end of the day, it's all opinionated on what we consider, you know, a, a work or a woman, you know, in that type of industry. If we could say, well, is that really work or not? Yeah, well, it's a job because she's going to do some something for it, and she's getting paid. Now, morally, in your view and my view, might be different to it, you know, versus another person. 
That's all. And I, but but good show, man. I'm glad you know you 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 always tapping on some subjects that bring out people and, and just bring conversation. So that's good to you and the guests. And I'm gonna sit back and listen, brother. Perfect. Okay. Hey, hey, uh, uh, chaos. Can I say something to that? Yeah, go ahead. Say if you want to ask the guy that calling a question. Go ahead. You can talk. Yeah, James caller. James. I'm sorry, I missed your name. Can you tell me your name again? JNYC. Say it one more time. JNYC. JNYC, right? That's correct. Perfect. JNYC. So here's the thing. I was rocking with you because yes, they're putting forth some effort and stuff like that. But when you say that they're respected, I can't disagree with you more. There's a big difference between being respected and desired, okay? And we know that the number one thing that will sell is sex. Sex will sell. But if you're not desired, you're not going to sell anything sexually. Are they respected? Absolutely not. Let's take a look at, at, at the, um, the woman of the day, Brittany Renner. You know, uh, I, would, I would submit five years ago when she wrote her book, she still had a high level of respect, but at this point, She's not respected, but she is desired. She's a good-looking woman. So, um, yeah, are they doing work? Sure. If we take morality out of it and all that stuff, are they breaking the law? No. But if you want to talk about, you know, um, actually getting out here and adding some value to the world, (laughs) where would you rank them on the Richter scale of adding value? It would be probably pretty low. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Yeah, they're, they're doing some work. They are. I, I'm a content creator. I've got to turn this camera on. I've got to figure it out. You know, I don't how, know how much the scripts these women are writing and stuff like that. I, I don't get into that too much, you know what I'm saying? But I don't see a whole bunch of quality OnlyFans stuff, you know. It's stuff that they may do anyway. They might position the camera a different way here or there or what have you. But, yeah, man, uh, as far as them being respected, I, I, I disagree with you there. I don't think that these women are being respected. I think it's the exact opposite of that. I mean, are they, are they getting paid for their services? Sure, which makes them a professional, yes. They are getting right. paid, so be, but you said the word respected. Enough to be paid. Well, I mean, you, you have to have respect for somebody to pay them, too. Somebody no, desired. They're desired enough to be paid. They're desired enough to be paid. No, I don't I think they're respected. But, but I'm saying that, that, that um, you know, there's people that don't respect women, right, or prostitutes, and they'll try to get over on them, right? So I'm saying right. that when they're doing a service, they're getting paid for it, number one, which means that that person that paid, whether they desired them or not, I'm saying that they, they, they did the action of uh, having the respect and saying, damn, I got to pay this person or pay for this service. Same thing when they're filming. Let's say, I mean, I don't know about OnlyFans, but I'm just saying the, 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 the authentic way, if you want to say, where they are on a set of a, you know, of a, of a scene and they have people, men all around them, right, and they're filming and they're being respected in the sense of the men that are filming are being professional and they're filming her, doing whatever she's doing, but there's nobody that's going to jump on her and violate her because they respect her. Now, she might be in the, in the sex industry, but still they're going to respect her. When they be, uh, uh, evolve into other endeavors and become professional, you know, owners of different things, because a lot of them don't stay, like a Cardi B. Cardi B is a, a, a stripper. They respect her 
to a certain degree in different settings enough, again, to deal with her, of course, or popularity. But what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, you there's a lot of respect that has to go into when you're dealing with people in business. You know, you just can't curse somebody out or just out and out, oh, you're a porn star or whatever, or you a sex, and they're trying to do a business deal, they're going to have respect for the person and deal with them accordingly. So I, I think that, again, to a certain degree, you know, on the outside, yes, we will be, you know, the spectators and the people that watch have opinions and all that, and even within the industry, but they have a certain amount of respect for them when they're dealing with them in, in, in different settings, mostly business. But I'll leave it there. Good show, man. Good show. All right. Thank you, JNYC. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Thanks, JNYC. Yeah, that was good. That was good. That was good. Um, like I said, my views, you know, you could do that for a time being, but there is consequence once you go into the sex industry that is not favorite in the real world once you decide to hang up. And let's be honest, most women that do it for more than five or more years, they notice. That's why we look at any old porn star that's been in the business in the 90s and ended in like 2000, per se. You don't see them go to the workforce. They go into another sexual arena, which is like, you know, the porn hubs or subscription-based, even as far as, you know, selling some tantras or whatever. They don't go back to the regular working world because they know the consequence of this. And I've heard from other um, major consecrators like the Sharps, the Fits and stuff, that they, they said and tell ladies personally, if you're doing this just for a bag, you better make sure and believe that you better have your finance up in order where if you're going to go find a mate, especially a mate, you want to dissolve any information that you did this for a living. That means you're going to have to spend right. 20 k or more, and you might have to change your name or change zip codes. You had to do all this just to expunge your sexual history. As a woman, mm-hmm. especially doing porn, soft or hardcore porn. Now, a lot of ladies don't like. Can I say something, chaos? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, and 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 listen, mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy that needs to be right. There's no feminine. I have no sugar in my tank. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but if if JMYC was still on the phone, I would say to him, I would ask him, I was like, would you, do you know anybody that's really done porn? Because I know a few people. You know what I mean? And if you think them women are being respected on the set, you ever heard of a fluffer? Bruh, I, I can tell you from the male and the female perspective of people that are actually in that industry, man, you better get out or, or you won't be hired. So that Ooh. whole respect thing, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to drop any. I was about to drop a name, but I'm not going to drop any names. But yeah, I mean, man. Like, no, no, no. Go, go, go ahead, because like I said, no one's going to really hear this besides my my chance like that big. But you know, in future. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's a porn star guy named Mark Anthony, and so mm-hmm. I've had the pleasure of meet, meeting Mark Anthony. Cool, cool brother. You know, mm-hmm. met him in Brazil. Got to meet some of his talent down there. The 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 lovely ladies, as they say. And I'm going to tell you right now, the respect that you think, the, man, if you've ever been on a porn set, it ain't what you think it is, bro. 
That's all I'm saying. So the respect mm. that you think that these guys won't jump on you, man, them girls are being tossed up every which way from Sunday. You have no idea. No idea. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not mm. speaking from what I think. I'm speaking from what I know and what I've seen. That's all that that's all I got to say. Okay. Excellent. 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 Yeah, um, like I said, ladies don't understand that you can't function in the real world. And Brie Austin is one of many examples. Now, mind you, a lot of people that yeah, yo, one a lot of people in the sex industries that stayed in it for a while have, after their career is done or they're still in it, have committed suicide. Now, reasons why they commit suicide because they know that they cannot take the constant abuse through internet, meaning chat rooms, comment sections. Because let's be honest. You as a woman, you're not living your truth, like Brittany Winter said. She said she's living her truth. But really, Brittany, are you really living your truth? Because now you say you don't give a fuck. But let's, let's entertain and people really start saying some real shit to you. How much do you want to believe that bullshit to yourself? Because I've personally known that people are very accepted to outside forces, a.k.a. people. And if you look at people, how people could deal with other people is how people will say something real nasty about them, the digital space. I guarantee it's going to eat them alive. That's what you look at most people that do content on social media. They will turn off their comment sections because they don't want to see the constant abuse verbally. Yeah, it's rough, bro. It is rough. I, I'm new. It's rough. Yeah, it's very rough. And women, as much as you want to hear it, if you're sacred space in your clean bill of health mentally, you want to live a good life and a straight and narrow life if possible. Going down the alternate route will lead you into this type of constant digital abuse where people are going to give you their real opinions about you. You get me? And the truth does hurt. That's why I said, personally, people, lying is better. That sweet lie that people want to hear because it's comfortable. It's soothing to the psyche. But in your mind, you know a person's lying, but you just want to hear the lie anyway because it's safer. It's comfortable. That's the whole premise of the stream. The lies that we don't want to hear about ourselves. Is The lie is bittersweet and it's much soothing. It's much digestible than taking the harsh reality truth that leaves a stomach pain or a hurt in your belly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I love it. But anyway, um so I think let me check the time. Uh but oh, oh hold on, sorry. I pressed my thing. But really truly I think we said pretty much enough. Well, let me make sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I think I have nothing else off my head. Unless, uh, Guapa, you have anything else you want to imply or share that, you know, before, you know, anything else? Chaos. Here's what I'll tell you, man. Um, Mm -hmm. Dr. Dre once said that hip-hop was turning into soul food for the ears. It may sound good, but it's not good for you. Neither are the secret lies or the beautiful lies, you know. you know, you got to, we as people have to embrace the truth in order to move forward. And mm-hmm. so I encourage everybody to do that. You know, 
swallow that jagged little pill, shout out Alanis Morissette, or the red pill, as we talk about in our community, and, and, and get the truth and move forward with that. Because if you don't do that, you're going to be susceptible to um, all the BS that's out here, and you're going to just keep spinning your wheels and spinning your wheels and wondering why you're not getting ahead. But, man, I appreciate you inviting me on your platform. It has been a pleasure. I had a really good time. Thank you so much. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you for on. I think I enjoyed this conversation. This is a well, um, I would say, necessary um, topic to discuss. Um, I said about lie to women, and I gave my scenario on this, but now dealing with the sweet lie things with you, El Guapo, it makes the truth even more hurt. And it makes life even more sweeter than um, gold. I'm sorry. I said secret lies. Yes, sweet lies. My bad. I mean, yeah, yeah, sweet lies. Yeah, sweet lies. Correct, correct. So, you know, I think um, when people really get a more understanding, if they ever listen to this, that it's something to really examine, you know, in its entirety. You know, um, there's certain things that were said, some things that you could probably digesting some things you don't want to digest. But at the end of the day, you got to get away from that sweeter lie, you know, and digest real truth for the sanctity of not only your psyche, your mindset, but also a better bill of health physically. So, like always, um, where can people find you, El Guapo? Uh, you can find me on uh, Beautiful Lies on YouTube, Beautiful Lies, L-I-E-S. Uh, my channel is, is doing really good, and I appreciate any of you that will come over and like the content, subscribe, share, and stuff like that. I also have an Instagram, which I have not posted to yet, uh, but I will be posting this upcoming week, this week right now, um, and that is El Wapo underscore Beautiful Lies. Um, and I also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Beautiful Lies. So a lot of good, hard-hitting content. I want to add value to people's lives. I believe in leaving people better off than I found them with every every interaction. So uh, I appreciate the support. Uh, we're shooting for 10,000 uh, subscribers uh, here in the very near future, and I know we're going to hit it. Our team is strong. So thank you so much, Chaos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you can, um, email me those links. I will put um, El Guapo on the description on the Chaos Rain channel. Some of you guys listen to us, you will get the description of where to follow him. All right, guys? Is that cool? Perfect. I'll, I'll email you those links, yep. All right, all right. And one thing, as you email, I'm going to hit you very quick on the email because I want to show you something, all right? Yep, sounds good. I'm looking forward. All right, thank you again, El Guapo. And we'll do this again soon, all right? Sounds good. Thank you very much. Have a great evening. You too. Take care now. All right, bye-bye. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening to today's stream. And like always, if you're new to Cast Rain channel, make sure you hit that red button and the top notification bell for live streams and uploads to the Cast Rain channel. Also, follow me on Twitter at Cast Rain 7 and follow me on Facebook, Eric Rain, as well. So, you know, thank you all for listening to today's stream. Until next time, take care and good night. I'd like to give a shout out to El Guapo 
for being the special guest of today's stream and the links to follow him will be in the description and like always comment subscribe and like this video you can follow me now on twitter at chaos rain 7 and on facebook now eric rain on facebook thank you again for listening until next time the chaos rain